0: Welcome to another episode of Cocktails with Carly and Toksogoon. I am Cocktails with Carly.
1: And I am Toksogoon. Hey,
0: Toks, where you been? Costa Rica? That's Nigeria? true, I did. That's true.
1: You been that's getting true.
0: stamps and things? I've
1: been getting stamps. <laughs> I well, that's I, didn't, I didn't get stamped on the way to Nigeria, but that's a whole other story.
0: Oh, really? Okay, we'll talk about it off the air.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I had misplaced my uh, my Nigerian passport, so I had to get a new Well, room. it's
0: good to see you here tonight. All right. Shout out I'm to uh, <laughs> Tokes being here tonight. Exactly. Being able to get back to the states.
1: Exactly. Jeez. Costa Rica was nice. Really. Yeah. We went for uh, for my mom's birthday, mm-hmm. and I haven't traveled with um, my mom and my siblings Sisters. in like okay. forever. And so it was and like, like
0: as adults,
1: as adults, like, oh.
0: <laughs> and and we
1: we're like, okay, we wanted, we decided that alright we are we are all right, we're we're all, we're all gonna stay in the same suite. So it was oh, like, oh
0: no, <laughs>
1: no, it was dope because it was it took me back to childhood. You know what oh, I mean? Like, it was nostalgic. yeah, it was nostalgic. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. And we had my mom one. doing TikToks and stuff. It was, really? Oh yeah, definitely. I, that. I was nice
0: to see. I did see your sister in that fierce walk, and every oh. time I looked at it, it just. Took me, I just died laughing. I'm like, who is this? I need her. She's my no, yeah, spirit that, animal. That's,
1: that's that's my older sister, Trinette. Shout out to Trinette.
0: Shout out, Trinette. Come see me. Shout out to Trav in the back. Always making sure our vocals are good. Always making sure we are good to go. Anyway, as we move on, as I digress, would you show me? A, your, you you got to make sure that you. You had to make sure my chain was straight. Your chain is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: For so, the photos, you know. For the photos. For the, right? for the people. Style, Shout out to know. the people
0: in the back. Shout Yay.
1: <laughs> for the people who are going to view this.
0: So, yeah. So, uh, let me think. Are you going to do any holiday travel?
1: I'm probably going to go back to Nigeria for the holidays.
0: Oh, we talked about this when you guys came over. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, pro- I'll probably go to L.A. for Thanksgiving. Of course, I'm having my annual okay. Christmas party. That'll be really fun. Um that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be really fun this year. Oh, you so you know we're going to make it. Yes, yes. It's our it's our annual thing. But um I'll probably go back to LA, but LA is just not I mean I love LA. Shout out to LA, but it's just not a vacation when I go back to LA cuz it's like if I try to venture off, don't let me rent a car. Right? But if I venture off, my family's like, "Where are you? Come back." I'm like I was thinking about probably just going to the Getty and just enjoying the Getty for a little while because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in over ten years.
1: Right? They're
0: like, no, come back. So
1: no, you got you got to set boundaries.
0: Oh, with the family. Yep. Oh, what does boundaries with the family look like?
1: It means that I'm gonna do what I want to do.
0: Damn, as an adult.
1: As an adult, I'm not little toasty t- no that, more. But that that's, <laughs> but that starts from when you're young.
0: Oh, tell us about how does setting boundaries when you're young. You got to... Um, Trinkle out to where you are now.
1: Well, when you said brownies when you're young, which means is that you're going to do what you want to do regardless. So you're st- just st- defiant as, still, as a child, is what no, you're I saying. I mean, it's still love and respect, but at the same time, still going to do what, what yeah, I want Yeah, that didn't kind
0: of really work in my household. So see, I had some individuality, see, which you was great.
1: You haven't set that tone.
0: No, I think I said it because, more as an adult.
1: Because you, you want to be one of those kids where it's just be like, oh... Carly going to do what Carly want to do. Like,
0: yeah, no, nah, my mom wasn't. doing it. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's how it is with me.
0: Not having my grandmother literally two blocks away or a, a, two blocks away. My aunt three blocks away and having a huge family that lives within a mile mm-hmm. of each other. You weren't going to just do whatever it is that you want to do. What you do you have to finagle the bagel. You no, have but, to say, I'm going to be no, here. But,
1: but, but, but if you did, what are they going to do about it?
0: You know, honestly, I don't like problems, Tokes. No I don't problems. do drama. I don't like that toxic stuff. I don't like it's problems. Not, it's, <laughs> it's, no,
1: it's no problem. It's no toxic. It's just like, if I need to do what I need to do, I'm going to get to you when I get to you. Oh, be yeah. Back.
0: Well, in my household, let me know how that, growing up in the mean streets of West Hollywood, show me how, <laughs> how that would have uh, worked out.
1: See, because what you'll find out is that it'll be um, other parts of your family that will be like, oh, don't worry about Carly Shoot. She would be bad.
0: Oh shit! So, what do you think about that whole Tiffany Haddish thing? Let's talk about that. Proposed to me, so Tiffany Haddish. So, do you know all the details? Maybe you can phrase um,
1: it a little bit. Yeah, better. so I'll phrase it a little bit better. I, I saw it, and which is, you gotta be careful with the internet because you got. I to didn't be see one the internet. <laughs> I didn't see her say it on video.
0: No, but she did say it, and I, I did hear the video. You of her heard the saying, video? Yes, I did hear the video. Okay, of her perfect, saying, perfect. Yeah.
1: So, and then now that I'm thinking about it, also I, you gotta remember that. Tiffany Haddish is a comedian, and she she jokes a lot. So. Right. But what she said was that don't propose to me, and she's talking to, um, to um, or she's referring to Common, uh, don't propose to me with a ring, propose to me with an apartment building.
0: Mm. So I, let me tell you, I, I just feel like, you know, I love love. Anybody that knows me personally knows that I love love. And so... If a person, if you're marrying somebody or if you're in a relationship with someone that is financially able to purchase you a duplex. She asked okay. for, she
1: said an apartment building.
0: Um, well, she said a 36 duplex, specifically, I quote. A 36? A, a, an apartment building or a 36 duplex.
1: Like 36 36 duplexes? units. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that's that's hey. fucking
0: mid, mid-rise. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So- my, my take on it is, me personally, I want a ring. You know, we'll get to the duplex. We'll get to all that. But, like, embrace love for what it is. And then the way that she phrased it was more so marriage is a business. And, yes, we all understand marriage is a business, right? It is a legal-binded business. But at the end of the day, like, let's, let's also accept it and have respect for the union and say, okay, although I can, I can afford to buy you a duplex, let me buy you this ring. And then maybe even later, maybe for our one year anniversary, let give me afford me the opportunity to 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 gift you your own duplex in your own name. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that. Don't ask for, oh, if you want to marry me, you're going to have to propose with a Ferrari or you're going to have to propose with a duplex. Like that just sounds it, it rings gold diggerish, And it doesn't matter if you have money. It could still come off gold diggerish. Gold digger doesn't have to be, a gold digger doesn't have to be somebody that doesn't have anything. It's a mentality.
1: So, yeah. And you know what's funny is that um, up until this moment, I was kind of a little bit more on the side that you were, that mm-hmm. I kind of felt like that was a little materialistic. But then um, as I was explaining it, and as I thought about mm-hmm. it, I could almost maybe see partially where she's coming from, because... In a way, marriage is kind of a business.
0: It is a business, and and, I, and it's and, more
1: so a, a contract of um, between two families and expectations in terms of how people are supposed to handle things. I
0: agree, but so I so you also, could
1: almost look at almost look at what she asked for as a dowry. You could almost look at you it. You know like what, Maybe and
0: maybe you know what to say that maybe in certain cultures that yeah. would be okay but we're not they're not in that culture so it just comes off a little gold diggerish
1: no but you can also say that in 2021 we're in the culture of whatever works for you and the person that you're with
0: this is true but i'm gonna just take it back to what majority because, because is doing because
1: like, think about it though is mm-hmm. that even that whole concept of offering a ring hasn't been around for forever
0: you have to you're right so you have to offer something right But for me, traditionally, I would like a a ring. And like somebody, I think it was a comedian that mentioned, you know, hey, when you're telling your girlfriends and you're so super duper excited about the fact that you have been proposed to, you don't say, hey, I'm going to pull you guys up and look at this apartment building that he proposed me with. It just seems to me super transactional. So my thing is, if you can afford... A duplex or a triplex or a car or on on smaller scales, you know, paying, you know, whatever it is that you do on a smaller scale, at least give the woman that physical validation, so physical social validation of a ring, to show the world that she is no longer available. She is taken. She is she's branded.
1: I hear you, but I I still see I still see the other side of that. Where, um, yes, I understand that social validation and that's something that you know she can show her friends and family and like her girlfriends and all that. But at the same time, is that really what's important?
0: Yes, yes, that's what's important.
1: Because I, I would think that let's say and i don't know um how they would work it out but but i could i could see a case where um he offers this apartment complex mm-hmm. in his proposal and then if it if the proposal and the marriage goes through then she gets to keep it if not then it reverts back to the owner plain and simple
0: so that's fair so what if that was i mean i mean there's that's where you have you know, pre- prenups and things of that sort. Right. So,
1: so, which kind of goes along the lines of her saying that it's a business. Where
0: it is a business. I, yeah. I would agree with that. But I do believe that if it is a business, it's almost like it's kind trying of
1: like to, um, you know, when you're buying a house and you put down the um, the earnest the money. The earnest money. Showing that you're serious about this.
0: That's the ring. That's that, me. That's, that, that's, that's not necessarily. Yeah, that's not it, necessarily It could not necessarily be the ring, but traditionally. It would be the ring because a man's supposed to—he's supposed to spend, I think, three times his mu- his monthly um, um, income, gross income, on a ring, gross. and it's some. In some <laughs> Why do you have to
1: put gross in there? It's I mean, not net. You know,
0: it could be a little gross because that's how big no, the diamond has to pay. No, this but, needs to
1: be net after Uncle Sam takes his cut.
0: <laughs> no, gross. And so my thing is, you know. That could very well be a down payment. That could be that could be the purchase of a home in Detroit, Michigan. It could be. You know, so I mean, my thing is I really I really truly my verdict here is that I I believe in the ring first because I think that if you're asking for a duplex or a house, it just sounds like you want an extra layer of security. So what if he says, "Okay," and he proposes to you with his home and says, Hey, will you marry me? This will be no, our you, home.
1: No, because if you put it in the, the if you if you put it in the structure of that whole like dowry system, it was something that um, one family gave to the other, and that showed how serious you were. But then also, if said marriage did not go through, then it would revert to its owner. I agree. Which I think that's that's actually I, I like that because it's less. Because I feel like. Uh, because of like all the romance with the whole ring thing, sometimes people get so excited about that part and they don't really focus on the business of marriage.
0: I would agree. I think that, you know, I think that people have to understand and it goes back to to what I mentioned. Like you have to value and respect the laws of marriage and say, okay, although I know I can afford, even even with the ring, although I know I can probably finance and afford a $100,000 ring, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just get her this, you know, 20000 ring, three twenty dollars ring, you know, and that's okay. Just because you can afford to do it doesn't mean you have to do it. It's the thought that counts. It's what it signifies and what it, it's what it represents.
1: But then why spend so much money on a piece of jewelry? That that's doesn't, a whole
0: nother, it does. so. It, it doesn't becomes, even
1: necessarily hold its value.
0: Well, it holds it, its value. It really doesn't. It's very it depends difficult, on it's the very, quality of the diamond.
1: Not really. It's, it's very difficult for you to try and... Resell and engagement ring
0: this is true so what you do because is you take it nobody, out of its casing nobody. and you sell it as a as a as a as a diamond you sell it as a individual diamond you to sell a it as a rock and then you, yeah if you take a vbs diamond uh-huh. to you know uh the ice box, right <laughs> okay we'll use them for example like they'll look at it and they'll say oh wow um we'll give you this they may even undercut you because they're not going to give you MSRP for it, definitely but, not. But at the very least, you're going to get a good sum of money. And what I would do is, if you have an empty diamond, shop it. I mean, downtown jewelry jewelry mart in in Los Angeles, they mm-hmm. buy diamonds all the time. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a market for it. So it's it's it just takes it back to like I said. Okay, see, take so so you, you you learn something new. So yeah, well, my parents have a jeweler, so, so you kind of so for, so, you,
1: so you bust down the ring. Yeah. Take the diamond. No, that.
0: don't do. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. You. So you resell the you diamond. Bust
0: down a ring. <laughs> yeah,
1: you bust it down in the pieces. You can bust it down. You can bust down anything, and
0: and, and and just go ahead and right. sell it as an individual commodity.
1: Yeah, and then you can sell the the exactly. ring as just like people gold don't or get any
0: ideas. We're just you know we just no, the game is to be told. That's
1: no, <laughs> that's that's actually very important because my understanding is that when you try and sell the the actual ring. Together. Nobody wants your nobody platinum. Want, r- yeah, nobody <laughs> wants that. You're going to get like less than half of what you spent on Yeah. It yeah. Because and nobody wants that.
0: No, but yeah, it's just a casing and so just and that's why a lot of people when they're buying wedding rings and when they're buying jewelry, they focus on the diamond. And all the other stuff, sometimes is just a distraction, mm-hmm. you know, the casing and all that fun. So that's just, that's just a distraction because people fall in love with pretty. I fall in love with pretty. Mm-hmm. If you show me something absolutely beautiful, I'd be like, Oh my God. Nowadays in my life, I'll be like, Oh my God. Okay. Let me look and see what this really means. Cause everything doesn't you mean how much is really
1: worth or everything that rhythm?
0: glitters in shimmers is not good or it's not gold uh, or it's not, not really what it would. What it, yeah. It's not really what it is. So just like a lot of people are walking around with moissanite that you think you are real diamonds and, and it's okay because a lot of rappers actually wear fake jewelry when they go to like award shows and when they're out in social environments because they don't want to, if they get jacked, it's like, okay, here you go. You can take this. Right. only pay $2,000 for it.
1: <laughs> gotcha. It makes sense. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the whole Tiffany Haddish thing, my verdict, like I said, no, I want the ring. If you could buy a nice ring, if I know you're a quality person, the duplex will come. Hell, with two incomes or or multiple incomes together, we could buy the duplex together. Right. Right? And then depending on where it is, the value of the property will increase and then you sell it and you make double. Or you make the money back that was already put into it.
1: That's true. That's true. So you got to, I mean, I'm so, I'm I still gonna respect to, Tiffany I'm, I'm going to have statement. to side with Tiffany on this.
0: I, you know, I just feel like it just seems too transactional is what it sounds like. It sounds transactional. What? It's like, I'll have sex with you if you give me a duplex. And it's like, well, I, I, I was going to have sex with you anyway, but okay, I'll give you the duplex. And it's transactional. How about if he's going to marry you, if he wants to marry you, let it be his decision. Don't let it be, this is what I want, and, let, and I'll only say yes if you give me a duplex. Like, what kind of shit is that? I wish somebody would say, like, I'll be in a relationship with you only if you do this and that. Like, really? Kick rocks. Not personal, just business here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's... Hashtag, I mean, shout out to the 1800.
1: <laughs> the 1800 talking. The 1800 talking.
0: Only real facts. So, okay, so tonight's show is about, (laughs) as we phase into, so tonight's show is about some black businesses. What's the, let's double check the actual, the actual uh, um, message of the black business. tell, Tell us
1: about your experience.
0: I've had my own experiences with some black businesses. I love to patronize black businesses. I am a black business owner myself. Um... But there's some things that we're lacking. So the question here tonight on our show, with Cocktails with Carly and Ogun, shout out to Trav in the back, is <laughs> do you feel like some black businesses overcharge and underproduce?
1: I feel that's...
0: And I don't f- be politically correct. No, this is
1: not pro- politically correct. I think it's an unfair way to ask that question because I think there are a lot of businesses that overcharge mm-hmm. and underproduce. Uh, it, let me tell you. There that. are.
0: Listen. The reason
1: why, I, and and you know what, this is this is going to actually be my new example for a lot of things, okay. right? Okay. Let's say you. Let's say we we go across the ocean and we go to Nigeria, right? Okay. Are there some businesses that overcharge or underproduce? Hell yeah, they are.
0: Probably in the touristy area. right?
1: No, everywhere. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, because everyone in the country is Nigerian and also everyone is black. You can't single out those businesses and say, Oh, it's because That's they're, fair. They're they're of a particular it's it's just how some businesses are.
0: That's fair. So that's fair. So if
1: we go back across the ocean, take a flight back to the United States. Where
0: it's super are, diverse.
1: Where it's super diverse. Are there some black businesses that overcharge? Yes they are. Thank you. Are there some that do a hell of a good job? Yes. Yes they are as well. Thank you. Sometimes when and I think part of the issue is sometimes when we feel like we're doing something to support. Mm. We have an expectation that, oh, it has to be like.
0: No, 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 no. No, sometimes, so some, some sometimes we
1: have, an, some people have an expectation that it's supposed to be flawless. So so let me, right? let me get in here. Because, because I've been, dutch. To, oh, okay, before you double dutch, <laughs> just wait, I got a, I got a couple more. I'm you know so what I'm antsy, y'all. You should a see my feet more, are dancing. A couple <laughs> more loops. Go ahead. But, um, because I've actually been to Blaze. Okay. And there was an issue with um, our order and also the server. Now we could have came out and you know put a whole bunch of stuff on social media this 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 this. but what we did is that we had a conversation with our server. then we also had a conversation with the manager that hey, we understand that y'all new restaurant right. And there are some gaps or whatever, but here's the issue, this, this, this. They did comp part of the meal. That's fair. But then they were also receptive to hearing that feedback and Mm -hmm. understanding how they need to improve or do better. I think that if anything, we owe some of our black businesses that.
0: So that's fair. I would do that personally, whether it's a black business, an Indian business, a Caucasian business, and so on and so forth. I will I. I. A lot of times I just kind of let stuff ride. Um, sometimes we have a way as black business owners, like specifically in the serving industry um, where we feel like and I'm just going to speak freely, like how the people want us to speak. Um, they it's when we go to some black businesses, it's almost like they're doing a, we're doing them a favor by going they treat us like uh if you don't want it somebody else will the service is not always great i mean i remember roscoe's you know or what is it gladys nice chicken and waffles back in the day i've been in atlanta for a while but like just back in the the day you know the food was cool it was a good vibe it was a popular place but the service was known as being absolutely horrible and it's like we want to patronize these businesses we want to as people like i want nothing more than for us to win as people as, as, as a race of people. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I do patronize because I do want us, I do feel much better like recycling black dollars. Right. Right. Um, but I also want a certain level of respect and a certain level of service when I go in and you know, I'm not, it's not about doing it a white way or speaking a certain type of way. It's just give me the service that I'm coming in to get. Don't overcharge me because this is the reason why sometimes we stumble in our community with our businesses because we try to get over on people. We overcharge for services that we don't produce. We're, we're charging, you know, you know, 50 to $40 for, you know, fish and grits. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Right. But we're getting shitty ass fucking service. And and then, of course, you, you know, it's unfortunate because you're getting this shitty service and then you even ask for the manager and you get shitty service. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you know, damn, this is why, you know, and I hear this so many times, like just amongst other friends and people. I mean, come on, it's on social media. We all see it where right. we can use some extra layer of t- TLC in our business where it's okay, we can I, operate. I totally,
1: I totally agree with we that. We can
0: operate as big businesses, like but big businesses. But I also
1: got to say, yeah, that while I agree with that, that's not all a black businesses. No, no,
0: I never say all.
1: And and one thing that tends to happen, and it's not just with us in our community, is that you you rarely hear about the the good jobs. You always hear about the shitty jobs.
0: I hear about good jobs.
1: What no, I'm just saying, like people are more vocal when of something course, goes wrong. Of course, people like to complain than when something right. goes right. So it might feel like, oh, it's a trend with like black businesses. And I do know what you're talking about, where right. you you expect a certain level of service. I want to call people's com-
0: businesses out.
1: Right, you, you expect a certain but brunch level. Brunch of- is
0: crazy on Sundays in Atlanta. Let's just say brunch is insane. You want to come to Atlanta? You want to go to brunch? It I'm is. gonna tell you, it's gonna be a two and a half hour wait. Why are we not at our restaurants? Why are we not offering reservations? And even if I have to give my credit card and if I don't make it it's a $50 charge, I'm okay with that because guess what? I'm going to fucking go to brunch. So the reason why they don't do these reservations is because they don't want to ruin their 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 money. They want people to come. They want them to wait. They want it to look like it's like a club when we go to brunch. I
1: won't no, I, so I won't say they, I won't say that, that part if is they true. Offer what I'll say what I'll say is that one people are very flaky with reservations. But if you
0: charge, if you say you have to put your credit card on file and if you cancel, if you do not, if you cancel within 24 hours, we will charge you $50. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fair. Because at the very least, you know, whenever I go out to eat, I love reservations. I'm an open table like freak. I have 72 reservations last year alone. Like I like to make sure that I go in because what I'm doing is I'm positioning myself to have good service, Mm right? Right. I'm going in with a positive attitude. I'm not waiting forever. I'm not cranky. I'm not hangry. I'm none of that stuff because I'm making a reservation. Why does our our places don't offer reservations? Uh, it's not even just brunch. They don't.
1: No, there are a lot of places that offer reservations. Okay,
0: all right. So SBU. so all right. I stand corrected. If they you say up. so, not maybe not all. There are but a lot I will did. say I wish. Because I love to patronize our places for brunch because we have, hands down have the best fucking brunch in Atlanta.
1: And honestly, there are at the same time a lot of trendy places that don't offer reservations.
0: So if you offer, re- so if hotel, uh, I'm sorry, restaurant owners are listening, which we do have a lot of listeners, which is pretty cool. Maybe not that many followers, but we do have a lot of listeners. If you guys, restaurant owners, offer reservations on Open Table or whatever, Google or whatever, offer a disclaimer where if you cancel this reservation, you have to pay $50. It's already pre authorized on your credit card and everything. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, from a business standpoint, like what's in it for you with them? What's in it for you is the fact that you're able to scale your servers. So if you know, by Thursday, you have hundred and fifty, you know, reservations set for Sunday. You know you need a specific amount of servers, so it actually and, works and what, both what ways. What should
1: be what should be the cutoff time for you to be able to cancel your reservation?
0: Twenty four hours, because guess why? There's still going to be people that show up, because there's still going to be people that just come into town not want to do reservations. There's still a lot of people in Atlanta that go out and they don't book reservations. Mm-hmm. Crazy, but they don't. So those people will fill those seats, and guess what? You try it out and see if it works, and if it doesn't work, then fuck it, throw it out. But I can almost guarantee it's gonna fucking work. So okay, that's we fair. just, I mean, and so you know, here on cocktails with Carly and so Good, we're offering solutions and not just talking shit. <laughs> right now, that's that's
1: that's that's definitely that's definitely fair. And and I'll say another um, thing that I feel sometimes is needed is that I don't feel like a lot of the service staff go through a certain type of training training. i would agree um because i don't know if there is somebody who does training for service staff um i mean you got to think about it it's very difficult to open up a restaurant there are a lot of different things that you're dealing with and people do try and hire people who are going to show up on time Mm -hmm. and who seem to have good personalities but i don't know if they go through specific training
0: right i would agree and so if you guys need some specific training, reach out to Cocktails with Carly and so Goon. We are specialized in. <laughs> no, but it's, it's just, it's all about to be, honestly, you know, I do business development. It's all about the end user experience. So as long as you guys, when you hire people with serving, you could teach that stuff sometimes, right? If they have a good but who, but attitude. Who's, but who's there to teach that? So, so that's, that's where we, we let them know, like yeah. there are, you know, certain programs that you can purchase online. Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: So, Cause you got to think about it from, from a business standpoint, if you think about it from an entrepreneur business standpoint, they're thinking about, okay, first the building, you
0: yeah, know, they have making so many sure you have your, things to your liquor out.
1: license, yeah. your bar, your um, chef, your menu, your decor, all yeah. that. And then I think towards the end, you get to the staff partners It's just like, okay, hire some servers. I just servers need people in need people who um, can show up on time, right. seem like they're responsible. I think that might be where it ends, where there's not that, mm, training, that training to know what the expectation yeah. of how you handle customers, how you handle... I and agree. And also making sure that your, um, your customers feel welcome right. in your establishment i think that part is kind so of i missing. think
0: what we miss sometimes in our businesses is a hostess i think that it's important and the manager can also be a hostess so to cut back on within budget go and see how your clients are doing your customers are doing show right. them smile show them that you appreciate their business thank you for coming yeah. i can't begin to tell you how many times i've been to chops lobster bar in buckhead and the manager just comes by hey I just want to come by and let you know you look amazing. Thank you very much for coming tonight. Yep. We appreciate your business. That will go a long way in yeah. our business. If I see that somebody that looks every, like every, me,
1: every every time that um, yeah. every time I go to Little, little Alley um, Steakhouse, yeah,
0: I like Little Alley.
1: That happens where yeah, somebody from management will will just come by and be like, you know, hope you guys enjoyed everything. Yeah. Hope everything turned out the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, and that that is very important. And that might be something that, and you know what the hard part is, Carly, is that I think in our community, there's a lot of things that, um, there's a lot of gaps in information in terms of people knowing what they're supposed to do. Right. And it's very difficult for you to pass along that information. I think there's a lot of just people learning by trial and error.
0: And that's fair. And that's fair. So my thing is, because you got to think, think ever, about it.
1: If uh, what was the place that you mentioned?
0: Um, I didn't mention a place. Oh, no. a lobster bar.
1: You said um, lobster bar, right?
0: Yeah. Right. A chops. 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 Lobster you said chops, bar. chops yeah. lobster
1: bar, and and um, I mentioned Little Alley. Yeah. And I can almost guarantee that somebody told, so, told those managers to that. that this is what you need yeah. to do, and this is part and of. You know,
0: what? I don't want anybody coming job. back to us and saying they're owned by a big company. That's more of the reason you want to learn from the big dogs. If you go to a nice restaurant, like I really believe that every restaurant owner should take their new hires, right, to a nice restaurant and and truly see exactly how the service is done. So that they can learn, like mimic everything from how they walk, how they're attentive, how they respect your business, how they are appreciative, how they're apologetic, Mm -hmm. how there's offer of assistance. There's so many different attributes to owning a business and being successful in that business. But your business is not your business unless your customers are happy. Exactly. Because there are certain places, like honestly, I love brunch, but I never want to go because... I just don't feel like standing in line for two hours. I'm not a line person. I just don't like. There's no reason. See here, Don't do me like people. this. No, you got to. I hear, just don't. This, people, why do I want to stand in line hear for two people, hours? Hear, hear people in
1: Atlanta go. They don't want to stand in the line for two minutes.
0: Listen, your food could be amazing.
1: I, t- I tell you what, people. Why in do Atlanta, I want to stand in I line tell you for you what two people hours? People in Atlanta love. They want to show up at valet, drop off their car. Hashtag me. And want to walk right to their Hashtag table. Hashtag
0: me. And you know what? Guess where it's. Guess where I can do that. Lobster Bar, Prime, Steakhouse, um, Yebo, uh, should I continue to go on? You know I could fun? do that, but I want to do that at our places because I want black business owners, restaurant owners, I want to patronize your place more so often and we want to pay. of Carly Tokso Sogoon, and travel back. We all want to patronize your business and we want to come in, have a great experience so that we can get back on our show and talk about how amazing our experience was because we believe in it. We know that it could be it's possible because we've seen it happen. We want to be able to say that for our black businesses because you guys spend so much money putting all this effort into your business. You know, we can even show you what great customer service looks like. I mean, we're professionals first before anything.
1: And I think, you know what? Uh, I'm going to find um, somebody who has one of these establishments and see yes. if they, they can come talk to us and t- and tell come us like
0: talk to us.
1: No, and they can come let Watch us know. Gosh, I
0: Come talk to us.
1: <laughs> and they can come let us Somebody. know from, from their experience what mm-hmm. it's like and why there are some of these gaps sometimes.
0: I, you know what? I I, I, w- I would love that. And you know what? In addition to that. And so if you are a black business owner and you would like to come on the show to just give us a little more coverage and understanding of what this means from your perspective and in your world, do that. We would welcome you to the mic to have a conversation with us so that we understand we're for the culture. We're for Atlanta. We want us to all win and we know that it can happen. And if there are any other black businesses out there that are kicking ass with customer service, let us know. We want to spread the word in that type of way. That's the type of show we are right. We talk a little shit, but we also want to make an impact. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we want to we talk to you guys and find out what's going on. But I want to patronize more black businesses, especially on Sunday. And another thing, and when the order is wrong, like, it's okay. Just say, hey, you know what? I apologize. You know what? We will make it right for you. Do you know how long and how far that goes from a consumer? Like, let's start treating each other, each other in the way that we look, how we look, how we get treated when we go to other restaurants, that are owned by major, I want to say like the Darden groups, you know, like these big, huge restaurant groups, the season 52s and the, like, we can do that. That's how you grow your franchise, by getting patronized by customers, people sending reviews, you know. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've been at really nice restaurants, you know, Himitsu, and they'll just walk over and just, hey, what type of shot would you like? You guys look great tonight. Are you kidding me? You know how much it costs for them to give us a shot? Doesn't cost anything. Two (laughs) dollars. For them to give us a shot of Tito's or a kamikaze or whatever it is. It costs them nothing. You know how many drinks they ruin a night that they have to throw out? Oh, definitely. If they just give us a shot of something, do you know how far that would go? Oh my God, I went to the the so and so and it was amazing and it was great. You know, shout out to C and C Social, by the way. They want to have us. They want to have us there. Come you know, and I hang like, out. You know, I like CNC social. I love CNC social. Shout out to Joy with CNC social and um, Henry Stokes and all that fun stuff and their whole team, and chefs and all that fun stuff. But um, great group of people, you yeah. know. But um, for the most part, that's what we want to do. So you know, hey, that's what I'm going. What's on? What's going on, Trav? In the back, Trav has on a shirt y'all that says, "I don't mind the grind when it's mine." <laughs> I think that's so appropriate tonight, right? I don't mind the grind if it's mine, right? So, You so first got to
1: first gotta get that ownership.
0: Right, you got to get that ownership. So for all of our business owners and not even just restaurants, like for all of our business owners, you got to pipe that customer service up because without your customers, you have absolutely no business. Warrant your product. Stand behind your product. You know, things are shifting in our environment right now with our government and them having to, us having to, you know, our entrepreneurs that have to report now, you know, so, what is it? What is it, Trav? Like $600, anything you receive via wire transfer, cash app, Venmo, whatever, is going to be, the government has to know about it. They're going to see anything over $600 well, now?
1: That's, that's that hasn't passed yet. That's something It's that, going to pass. That's but some, my
0: thing is, there are a lot of entrepreneur that's hairdressers- that, That's something that
1: Biden's trying to push. You know? Hey-
0: hairdressers Uh, makeup artists you know mechanics or whoever that gets paid via electronic transfers this is getting ready to get real y'all so perfect your business so that you can make money the long way and the right way and the short way
1: why is Biden coming for everybody's money though
0: to be honest with you, it's not even a Biden thing. This is this is it's gonna not. come regardless. This is gonna come regardless because there's you know what it is. There's too many people floor showing on Instagram. No, there's see, too much not. money coming through. There's too many people that have hit a million dollars.
1: I'm really I'm really big on. Um, there's
0: too many people that have. Hit, really, made a really I'm really big. I'm really
1: big on there being balanced, right? Why would you say it's not a Biden thing if he's in office? Now, if it were Trump in office, it'd be a Trump thing.
0: Listen. You, you guys, listen, if it's a Biden thing, it's a Biden thing. Because let me tell you, Trump had a whole lot of fun stuff to do that we were kicking his ass about. So I tell you what. This is a government thing. A lot know, of the stuff, why, a lot of the stuff it, that Trump a, did was very personal. No, why is it?
1: See, see, you see how you see how? No, no, no. You see I'm going to tell changing? you. A
0: lot of stuff that Trump did was no, very personal. It's, it's a Biden thing for it's his Biden homeboys and for personal gain. This right here was destined to happen. You think they were about to let all these girls that do hair and make a thousand dollars a pop? They've make been money? letting
1: no, but they've been letting this happen
0: you want to know they, why it's been, been, a, been happening for no, so no, long no
1: but hold on they've been letting this happen for for decades no not this but, way but now all of a sudden because they've given everybody a whole bunch of money no and they want to recoup no now they want to dig into that is business. the
0: small way of thinking my friend that's not the small. my way. real friend that's this not. is the small way of thinking what you have to remember is people are floor showing on insta i sent you guys a shit on our group chat People are floor showing on Instagram. People are showing how easy it is for them to make money. you have seminars. People are putting all their shit on on social media that is being monitored by the freaking government. There are specific tasks for task force that are created to monitor. People that are showing their money off on Instagram, people that are doing doing hair and showing, oh, I make this, this is my lifestyle. The government want to know. They're like, this shit is not adding up. We're doing all this food stamps. We're doing all this PPE loan. But we're not making as much money as what we're seeing on Instagram and what we're seeing on social media. We need to get to the bottom of this. What's up, Venmo? What's up, Cash App? But it's
1: also... Wh- I mean, this and guess this, what? They this, probably this, this uncovered. Is, this is an extensive conversation and found out. And I feel that it's quite, it's quite unfair for. I know that it's the,
0: unfair for us to be exposed for being able to no, make no, no, money no, off no, the government but no, but without them knowing.
1: No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Is okay, fair. So, we understand that the government did, in order to let's say turn around the economy, did pump a lot of money into the economy. Right. We're talking about trillions of dollars, right? And they're not maybe seeing as much tax revenue as they thought that they would. Of course. And so there's now, a lot of money going so now, out, but so not as much coming in. Exactly. So right. so you you, you got to kind of balance it, two that because right. there's a lot of money going out, right? They want a lot coming in, but then let's, they
0: want the balance you looking for, Tokes.
1: No, nah, but let's be honest: is that you also printed like at least twenty percent of that new money? So where's the money t- at? You you manufactured the money. You just made the money up, and then now you're a little bit upset that you know <laughs> a lot of it's not coming back. I don't know if that's quite fair, Carla.
0: <laughs> so listen, do you, do I you hear realize that? That, that I get that, it?
1: That twenty percent of the money that is now out there was created within the last year.
0: So they don't get ju- so. 20%. Just understand, they don't. So what 20%. people forget is, although the government.
1: Uh, and so the that- money
0: you can't go down to the basement of the White House and say, hey, print me about seventy five million dollars real quick. I need to put this in circulation. It's not that easy.
1: No, I'm, we're not saying it's that easy, but that was that's what was done, though. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. Hashtag uh, cap, I think.
1: No, that, that's <laughs> that's like when you start hearing about like the whole like talk of inflation and all of that, that's because we have. Printed a lot of money, and a lot of other governments have done the same thing right. in an effort to stimulate the to economy. stimulate the economy. That's so fair. you print more. It. You print more dollars, give it out, expect that that will stimulate the economy and that people will make jobs, products, all this type of stuff, and then things will get back to normal. Okay. So.
0: So on top of that, right? You're printing all this money, but
1: then don't and then you don't see print all, all these... this money. Don't print all this money to do that. And then use that as an excuse to then further be invasive in terms of people's.
0: Well, we have to also remember the the
1: limit used to be like if there were any transactions over ten thousand. Right. But now you're going down to but now you're going down to six hundred, and what you're saying is that you want details every minuscule dollar, every minuscule dollar in people's accounts. You want. To find out what's that's going a low on. amount. That's a low amount, and that's when well, we're talking about. Very, we're going from ten
0: thousand to six hundred. That is an, an obscene low and that's amount. That's
1: very, very, very invasive. That's very,
0: very tedious. Very invasive. Because you want to know why? There, you're right. There has been a lot of Federal Reserve money given out, right? Rightfully so, right? We've got hurricanes. We've got a lot of pandemic, money. We've got a lot of shit going on. A lot of money. But guess what? When they've got a lot of money going out. But then they see people lining up at Linux, buying $5,000 Gucci bags on average, the numbers. You don't think, don't think that the data hasn't been pulled for all this. Do you know how much money was spent in consumership last year? I think it was like $2 trillion dollars. So, if we're in a pandemic and the government is giving us money, they're giving us food stamps, they're giving us all this stuff, people are getting laid off, people are getting, you know, uh, what is it, Mm -hmm. furloughed. All this stuff is happening with the people are walking off Burger King jobs, but yet and still the consumership is at a trillion dollars. Something's not adding up. I mean, come on, if it was my money and my company, which essentially Biden is the president of our company, we are the United States is his company. So if if, if you look at this and you say, if you look at this and you say, wait the fuck a minute, the spending should have gone down. Last year, Christmas spending did not go down. It was at, it's all time. It was at, I think it was was either record breaking or it was normal for the time. So you have to remember, there were a lot of people getting their rent paid for, mortgages, deferred. But that's also,
1: I I feel like that's, I feel like that is an excuse and it's unfair. It's not an excuse. The The reason why it's an excuse is because Because a lot of people were at home,
0: they were spending, spending but you have to also remember there were a lot of companies that were affected and impacted by the pandemic. So -hmm. they did have to furlough, you know, like unfortunately, you know, the technology company that I worked for at that time, they had to furlough people and we had more than enough money, but we had to just furlough because there wasn't enough work for them.
1: Right. So, but but what I'm saying is that don't use and
0: we gave government bailout money for that. But
1: but don't use a pandemic.
0: It's all about the or a,
1: partic- a particular situation to then try and enact st- like stronger laws where you can then go deep into people's business.
0: So I I can understand how that would come off. That
1: that's that but feels, you also
0: have to remember the facts behind it. So you have to take the emotion out of it and look at the facts behind no it. So the facts behind it is the numbers. The numbers don't lie. The facts are would be, or the emotion aspect of it would be, hey, they gave us all this money and now they want to fucking micromanage us.
1: No, but it's it's that's not. That's what it would from, look not, like. No, that's not coming from emotion. That's coming from logic. Where okay, nothing nothing ever comes for free. Anytime nothing something nothing is free. Anytime something comes for ladies, free, ladies,
0: nothing's free.
1: Yeah, ladies, everybody, <laughs> nothing's for free. Anytime something's given for free, there is there's the other side of the transaction that's coming. And I knew that it's like stimulus bill after stimulus bill after stimulus bill. And then once all those were coming out, I knew that the, the other shoes got to drop and they're going to want something for all that money that they
0: pumped out. Right. So I, that's fair. That's fair. My thing is you just have to remember that if they're coming for us in a certain type of way it's because yes of course there's a lot of fucking money that was shed out people right. have so, gotten whole years of okay so just imagine
1: so so Instead are you people, saying so are you saying that after a couple of years from now when um when the pandemic when the pandemic is in our rear view that they're going to um stop digging into our bank accounts or are they just going to keep that
0: no, this is always going to, I mean, come on. We went from, you can't deposit $10,000 into someone. I mean, we went from, you can deposit $10,000 cash into somebody's account. No problem. And it's available because it's cash. To fucking, you have to wait so many days after it's cleared. And you have to give your information. You know what I mean? To the bank. You could have been a nomad. Went into a bank and said, my name is this. This is my address some fictitious address they don't even check for. And you could have just deposited 10 grand, have had it done before. You could have just deposited money into someone's account and no questions asked. To here we go, less than 10 years later, you have to say who you are, what you're doing. We're, we're looking at your shit. That's understandable.
1: I just feel like it's, it's a little overbearing with the government, a little bit overbearing.
0: I mean, I'm going to be honest. And
1: Plus, they're intending to raise taxes. It's a little bit much.
0: It was good seeing you, Toques.
1: No, definitely. Um, this is this a, a good conversation. Right. To, to be continued. To be continued. We need Own more it information ass. on uh, some black businesses. So yes. we, will, we will get somebody in here specifically from the restaurant service. People. Yeah. Service industry so we can um, yeah. get an inside track in terms of why some of those things are the way yeah, that they are. Yeah.
0: Because we want to like give feedback. And sometimes when you're a business owner, you're so high in the clouds. Mm-hmm. You're working, you know, sometimes. Million dollar deals, sometimes hundred thousand dollar like orders, you know, hundreds of dollars of orders. The last thing you're thinking about is customer service. I'm just going to deliver the product. They want the product. I'm going to give them a the product. Right. So come on the show. Yeah. Talk to us. Give and then we'll, us a little and then insight. We'll, and
1: then we'll get some more details yeah. on, on exactly how much money was given out <laughs> and then how deep this um, right. Biden's proposal goes.
0: Right. Because
1: <laughs> we, we got to. Um, there's still an opportunity to to stop that in its tracks it's not a done deal just yet
0: i don't know well majority and, and, and with that with and the, a lot like, of
1: that comes in like your local politics so your yes your, your um representatives and also um senators still got to vote on it so let's see exactly it's what not done
0: for. the presidential race and voting is not it every two years Right, every two years, local representatives have a cycle through. So, if you don't like what's going on, if you see, you know, if you don't like what's going on in your city, you have an opportunity every yeah. two years. And guys. I would
1: like to make it clear that I, I'm all for um, the government getting the revenue that they're due. Yeah, I just feel like once you have like an, an encroachment on certain things, it seems like oh, okay, it's not that bad, but then you don't know how deep that goes.
0: I would agree. And on that note, I am cocktails with Carly underscore on Instagram. We have
1: at Tokso Goon
0: on Instagram. And uh, have a good night, y'all. Thank you for Thanks listening. I Appreciate it. Bye.